Hey friends, welcome back to the Millennial Outliers podcast. I'm your host, Justin Deal, with my right-hand man and co-host, Tyler Arger. And Ty Guy, what's the good word today? Doing awesome, dude. Doing awesome. I love it. Building momentum. Yeah, second uh, episode of the new year. Yes, sir. And we're ecstatic to have, I believe, one of our youngest guests, um, who's a uh, good friend of ours. He's a partner of Paydays. Uh, and he also works in the family business and is kind of carving his own path. So I love to kind of shed uh, light on those folks that are doing different things again, because that's what this is all about is highlighting folks within our community that are building success on their terms, because success is a symphony and it, it depends what it sounds like to you for the definition of it. So without further ado, Bill Webb from Saratoga Benefits. What's up, brother? Thanks, Thanks for being for having here. me, guys. I appreciate it. It's good to be here. Good to see you guys. And I love the setup in here. Thank you. I appreciate that. So as I know, you've gotten familiarized with the uh, with the podcast. So let's kick it off. And, you know, being in a family business similar to mine, obviously, it you know, there's ways that you have to deal with relationships and, and things, especially with your mother. You know, it's always a tough thing to have the mom boss partner kind of thing, because it's always an interesting line. But take us to before the business. So tell us a little bit about, you know, young Billy, what childhood was like and then, you know, kind of just what that dynamic was. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm from uh, Morristown originally. I uh, I grew up there, you know, with my family, my sister, and my parents. Um, both my parents are uh, actually entrepreneurs. Um, my uh, my mom's been in the health insurance industry since she was right out of college. So um, she started, you know, doing that uh, after graduating from Lafayette. Worked for uh, a larger company for a few years before ultimately starting Saratoga Benefits 25 years ago uh, out of uh, the attic of our house. So. Mm -hmm. uh, um, you know, right above the garage, it's like uh, like Apple and and uh, you know Amazon, Amazon start yeah. about start out the garage, so a little bit different, but uh, but same general gist, right? Yeah. Um, uh, and and my father's also uh, an entrepreneur, so he uh, uh, he was a partner in a, a software company. Uh, uh, he's a great guy, extremely successful, very self made, um, and just a, a great role model as far as uh, you know the kind of father to be, the kind of businessman to be. Um, he was, you know, kind of the sales guy for uh, um, this software company and really uh, has just taught me a lot as far as uh, processes, customer service, how to get, you know, from point A to point B um, and how to take care of your, your customers and, and um, you know, work uh, through a successful business and uh, really grow a, a company. So um, as far as my parents go, they were both just incredible role models. Um, and, you know, have always taught me, uh, you know, it, it's it's a blessing and a privilege and it's really hard uh, to own your own business. So uh, that's something that I kind of uh, always, uh, you know, wanted to do and have been fortunate enough to uh, been able to pursue um, in the past few years uh, through Saratoga Medicare Advisors, kind of a spinoff of Saratoga Benefits um, with the support of uh, my parents and their guidance as far as uh, entrepreneurship, starting a business and, uh, and growing and, and, uh, helping people. So yeah. that's amazing to have that. that kind of an example. Yeah. To see, cause you know, entrepreneurship's definitely become popularized as of recently, uh, but 25 years ago, not so much. So, you know, first off, congrats on that. You know, that's amazing. Every decade you're in business, obviously like the, the room gets much smaller, yep. uh, because the average business in three years is folding up shop. So that's amazing in itself. Um, well, why don't we jump in there? Cause you know, everybody obviously loves, you know, benefits and medical insurance <laughs> and stuff. So, you know, it's always, <laughs> it's always a topic of conversation, obviously with what I'm doing in payroll. So why don't like from a 
30,000 foot view, like, why don't you just break down the concept of like the benefits and, and what you guys provide? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, health insurance in the United States is a complicated topic. There's a lot going on all the time, changes as far as healthcare reform, the Affordable Care Act. Uh, now you see, you know, uh, get covered New Jersey and the state marketplaces opening up. Uh, but one of the main things that employers look for as far as retaining and attracting employees is, is benefits, whether it be a 401k, dental, vision, life, health insurance, all that. And uh, nowadays, you know, we've seen in the past couple of years changes to, uh, you know, employers and the workforce and working remote and all these things. Uh, so attracting and retaining employees has been very important. And a lot of, of companies are doing that with with uh, employee benefits, whether it be, like I said, health insurance, dental vision, all that. Um, at Saratoga Benefits, we work mostly with smaller businesses, um, you know, um, pretty much under 100 employees. Uh you know, to help them work within their budget and within the budget of their employees to come up with a benefit plan that is valuable uh, to both the company and to the employees. Um, you know, it's if you're offering a benefit plan that's extremely rich and a lot of money, but the employees aren't using it, then you're just wasting money, yeah, right? right? So, um, you know, we try to find the balance there between dollars and benefits uh, for both the employer and for the employees. Uh, and one of the main things we try to focus on as well is education, um, you know, making sure people understand what their benefits are, how they work, what's a deductible, what's an out-of-pocket maximum, you know, what, how do these plans work, what's their network, all that. Um, and we try to work with our clients and their employees through employee meetings, whether it be in person or on Zoom calls, uh, to educate them about, you know, how to go about getting healthcare services, uh, being a smart consumer of healthcare. Uh, and, you know, making sure they're taking advantage of everything that the plans offer. You know, these are expensive plans. You got to take advantage of them. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, you know, especially younger people my age, aren't taking advantage of uh, primary care visits, you know, a free wellness uh, wellness check, um, you know, through healthcare care reform. Um, preventive medicine is covered in full for all plans. So you mm -hmm. can go and get an annual physical just to get a baseline for your health every year. People don't do that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we try to tell people. Make sure you're taking advantage of this, so you're at least getting some money uh, money's worth out of the plan, and and you know keeping a baseline for your health, making sure you know year over year you're staying healthy, and you ha kind of have a baseline for you know where you are. So um, that's kind of our goal is to um, uh, provide those kind of resources to smaller businesses that uh, typically don't get that kind of maybe handholding or service uh, from some of the larger firms. And again, you know, working with smaller and mid-sized businesses, we kind of have our nice niche there. Um, where we're able to work with with businesses of different sizes and, and smaller businesses with different budgets um, to really make a difference for their staff. Yeah, definitely with some of the clients that we work on together. Uh, and I've been in the room when, when Amy, shout out to Amy, your mom, <laughs> is you know giving the presentation. It is very impressive just uh, you know the amount of education and knowledge that you kind of dump into these new uh, companies. Uh, it's also, it makes me very appreciative that I'm only dealing with the business owner and not the employees as well, because it's just, it's a lot, right? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of questions. Everybody has these personal situations that they have questions about that you guys have to kind of handle on the fly. And to your point, it is such a complicated system, right? Like most people don't, they're just like, I know I pay this dollar amount. I have this deductible. I have these, you know, co-pays if I see these specialists and like, that's kind of all I understand. I don't really know. So, you know, we were talking a little bit before of some of the other things like our typical, like fitness, health, our own accountability. And how important that is, you know, for obviously to help your company and to help yourself with the need of it. Because just because you have health insurance 
doesn't mean that you're going to be healthy, right? Like it's <laughs> you're not going to die. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, as we said, a lot of times, you know, with the medical industry now, it's they're really just ruling things out, right? They don't yeah. always give you answers. Um, so, do you guys, you know, do you educate on that as well? Do you talk about personal wellness? And a- absolutely, and you know, some plans nowadays are are including some, um, you know, wellness type benefits, whether it be some, you know, gym memberships or things like that. Yep. So, you know, that's one thing I I always, when we meet with our clients, uh, encourage them to do is, you know download the app, whether it be AmeriHealth or Horizon, whatever it is, and see what those extra benefits are. Um, Because, you know, you might have a gym membership built into your plan that you didn't know about. So uh, important to look at that stuff. But yeah, the the um, uh, looking, you know, big picture as far as, you know, obviously healthcare costs in the U.S. are extremely high. um, And that's because we're high utilizers. You know, we have a very unhealthy population in the United States. And, you know, as a whole, Basically, these carriers are looking at the average person, the average claims uh, and figuring out, you know, what their costs are. So, um, you know, you may be very healthy. You know, I know we all take care of ourselves and we go to the gym and and we try to be very healthy. So, you know, maybe our healthcare costs as far as, you know, going to the doctor and all that stuff are fairly minimum. But the other person who's not taking care of themselves and has, you know, uh, early onset diabetes and all these these different things. They're very expensive. (laughs) So, you know, the the best thing we can do as far as, you know, helping to uh, kind of lower health health insurance costs is take better care of ourselves, have a better diet, exercise, not uh, put yourself in a high risk position down the road where, you know, you are at risk for different kinds of diseases, sicknesses, things like that that are going to be very costly. Um, Obviously, it's there's a lot more nuances to that than just, you know, everybody, you know, go to the gym and be healthy. But, uh, um, you know, that is one of the main determinants of of uh, the high healthcare costs is the utilization um, by our population in the U.S. Um, So, yeah. So, you know, very important to uh, to emphasize that. And one of the trends recently has been these uh, level funded plans, which Mm. is a kind of um, newer, uh, nuanced uh, type of benefit plan that actually works off of the claims experience of the employees in a group. Mm. So rather than putting you in the whole pool of every client, every client, every individual in maybe the state of New Jersey or whatever it may be, they're just looking at your maybe 20 person company. Right. Okay. And if there's you know, one or two people on that company that have a hundred thousand dollars of claims, the rates are going to go up. Yeah. You know, where if everyone is being a better consumer of healthcare, right? Maybe going to urgent care instead of the emergency room for certain things, and um, you know, going to in-network providers uh, and making sure that they're, uh, you know, being smart consumers of healthcare and taking care of themselves. That drives rates lower and allows them to stay lower for a longer amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one of those things as far as education. Um, especially when it comes to moving people to these different level funded plans. Um, we always try to stress that to to all of the staff as well as the employers so they can kind of reiterate it and, you know, let people know that the way they access their health care does have an impact on what their bottom line uh, cost is. Yeah. Yeah. And the um, the I guess the unfortunate part is I've listened to a lot of podcasts about, you know, the healthcare system and everything is that um, and this isn't a knock on the healthcare system or any healthcare workers, because I'm sure we have some listening, but they don't go in through school and everything. Like they don't learn. Like I heard, listen to a guy who, um, I forget the ways to wellness. He was just on um, Rogan and everything. And um, he used to be a doctor or he still is a doctor. Um, but he said that when he went through school and everything, um, a lot of people went this way in that um, learn about, you know, pharma medicine and how to cure people and everything like that. And he found it very odd that they didn't focus on 
nutrition or they didn't even go over anything with nutrition or anything like that. So it's unfortunate because, you know, we tell people where we just said, you know, be healthy, take accountability on yourself. Um, but it's unfortunate that you can't go to a doctor and that doctor can't prescribe you a health, you know, a meal plan or right. or anything like that. They're just kind of ruling things out. Um, and like I said, we're, this isn't to knock doctors or, or nurses or anything like that because their jobs are tough, too. Right. Oh, yeah, like absolutely. they're I mean, I'm sure anyone listening has been to the doctors. They're on 15 minute intervals like you're you got your 15 minutes, you got your appointment. Next person's coming in like they can't really spend an hour with you like, all right, this is what you need to focus on. This is what you need to eat. Um, so, you know, they're they're not being educated on it, but also like they just the way that it is, they're burning through people to, you know, because that's what they have to do. Absolutely. And I, I mean, that's, uh, you know, we could open up a whole can of worms here on all <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, there's as far as doctor shortages and things like that. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, it's also supply and demand. Um, you know, like I said, we're the United States is a huge, um, uh, everyone's using the healthcare system, right? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of demand for doctor's visits, um, you know, hospital visits, all that stuff. And with that, you know, as supply dwindles of doctors and demand by the population goes up, the costs are going to rise as well. So, yeah. um, you know, encouraging people to to go to med school, which goes into, you know, we were talking, I heard you guys uh, episode before talking about college and everything, you yeah. know, the cost to become a doctor is astronomical. It's and the insane. time, the, the time <laughs> aspect of it is, is insane. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we have a shortage of doctors. So yeah. uh, we need to be encouraging people to go into that field and, yeah. and uh, you know, make sure that that we're solving that problem um, and making sure we have a better supply of doctors because the demand is there. Yeah. We just need, uh, you know, more people to uh, to be in the field. So it's not, you know, maybe a doctor can spend half an hour with you instead of his 15 minute right. uh, come in, you know, hit your knee with a hammer. And then, yeah. And then out, yeah. You know? yeah, listen to you breathe. Yeah. And I really think they should kind of reinvent schooling for doctors because they really don't teach them anything about business so if you want to go into actually run your own private practice compared to working for a hospital and most of them fail at it because they don't really understand they're an amazing doctor they know that specialty but they don't know the back end of running a business uh, absolutely especially in that world yeah. you know with billing insurance companies and i've heard it from doctors they're yeah. like I don't know what I'm getting paid on this because I build, you know, Aetna. They're not they're only going to pay eight, you know, eight hundred as opposed to thirteen hundred. So I got to, you know, invoice it higher to make sure that I'm getting paid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, absolutely. it's like a whole like thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and I mean, to, to Justin's point, um, one of the trends, if you look over the past, you know, 20 years uh, is um, kind of the downfall of entrepreneurial medicine. Mm -hmm. Right. Opening your own practice. All right. And there's um, many factors to that. Right. Um, um, uh, malpractice insurance is yeah, astronomically yeah, expensive. Ridiculous. Um, you know, the there's uh, all these practices are now getting bought up by, you know, virtual advocate, which, mm -hmm. whatever it may be. Um, and, you know, that's not all bad, but the consolidation of that um, has kind of taken out the, the entrepreneurial aspect of having your own your own private practice where now um, you graduate from medical school and you're you're going to go be an employee as a doctor, you know, yeah. at, at a large firm versus owning your firm where you have a little more control, mm. um, you know, and, and you can you can, you know, grow your practice by yourself rather than being, you know, uh, controlled by a larger medical group. Okay. So, 
And just like as a PSA to business owners, right? Because I, like I said, I always hear people that complain about the costs, but also think about like what is the example and the culture that you set within you know, your business. Like we had talked about on previous ones, you know, I, I'm very vocal in my business about doing 75 hard each year, and I talk about my fitness journey, and I, you know, try to inspire others to do it, and it's so they better their lives, so they can create healthier lifestyle, and it helps everybody, right? They have a better, you know, health rating, everything goes there. They maybe are in a better insurance category. Now that drops down. So we can't always just paint or point the blame at the carriers and at the companies. We have to think of what are we doing, right? Like, yeah, I argue with my mother about this from time to time. I'm like, she comes in and she's bringing cookies and donuts (laughs) and, and, and pretzels. And I'm like, bring fruit and bring salads and like, give our people healthy options. Now, obviously not everybody's going to eat it. I just, if you follow me, you saw we did W2s not too long ago. Yeah. And they wanted donuts (laughs) and they wanted pizza. And if you saw, I had my salad, I had my healthy stuff on the side. So we have to, again, own it. What is the example we set? If we're not healthy ourselves and we're the leaders of the company, we can't be pissed off that everybody else in the company isn't healthy because we're not aspiring or inspiring anybody to do it. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. Bill, I do have a question about, I don't, do you deal with uh, like the self-insured uh, companies often? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Can you can you just like explain that a little bit? Like who is a good fit for the self-insured? Is that? Um, so it really depends on the company where they're looking to go as far as their you know their size usually it's you know a larger a larger uh company um now with these this that's similar to the self-funded level funded plans um which are becoming available to some smaller businesses um with that as some carriers have rolled out these self-funded and level funded plans um they're again looking at claims experience from from the group in the past and sometimes um, like AmeriHealth, for example, and, and Horizon, you know, a bunch of the carriers have these level funded plans and they'll look at the claims ex- experience from a group and they'll offer, you know, them to switch to this plan without any really uh, paperwork or, you know, too much, uh, you know, back end uh, back office work. Um, other companies to switch into it, they have to do what's called IMQs, which are medical questions, individual medical questions. Uh, and that's basically a form that everyone in the, the company needs to fill out about health history so that they can underwrite and actually look at, you know, what the the expected costs are for those groups. So um, that's becoming more popular uh, with smaller businesses. Um, You know, I think there's a lot of room to to grow uh, in that industry. And like anything with with, uh, you know, health insurance, there's always constant change coming. So that has been kind of a hot topic Mm -hmm. of the past couple of years. Um, and, and I think it will continue for a few years. Um, and we'll see how, you know, that all ends up typically, uh, in my experience, these products come out, they're great. They save everyone money for a few years and eventually the rates raise (laughs) up. Yeah. Something new comes out, you know, everyone switch over and it's, it's a bit cyclical. Um, that being said, we've seen major savings, uh, in the past couple of years with those self-funded and level funded plans, Mm -hmm. um, to the point where, you know, doesn't make sense not to go with that option you know yeah. go with that you'll save you'll save you know x for for a year or two years and even if you do get a 30 percent rate increase still you're still going to be under where you were last year right so um right. Th- that has been a very popular um uh, trend over the past couple of years and something we're definitely exploring with a lot of our clients now i got a question on that just so i'm clear um because most people know i own an uh, insurance brokerage i'm on the pnc side though so you said self-insurance so you know, in my world, self-insurance is you're putting money away and God forbid your house burns down, you're going to pay for yourself. 
Um, but it, it sounds like you're like naming health carriers and stuff. So is self-insurance, are they, are you, is that a plan through insurance so companies? It, it's a, a kind of a plan design okay. uh, to a degree. So it, it's, um, it's a little bit, it's different the way it works than your standard insurance where there's a lot built into it, like on the back end, as far as protecting from, from, you know, high claims and all this stuff. So there's like stopgap coverage and okay. a bunch of different things kind of on the back end mm -hmm. to the consumer. Um, and really to the uh, employer, there's not much of a difference at all as far as the coverage goes. It's it's pretty much identical, um, but it's really the back end design of the plan and how it's set up um, where they're, you know, estimating kind of a claims number for where they ex uh, expect groups to end up. Okay. Um, and, you know, depending on where they fall, if they're less than that. The rate's based great. off that. Exactly. Okay. And, and if it's higher, then, you know, the rates will go up. Right. Um, so there's a, a lot that goes into those plans um, as far as, um, you know, reinsurance and different things like that on the back end gotcha. uh, to perfect, pre prevent, um, you know, high claims and a loss from the insurance carrier. Um, and again, that's it, they're aimed at, you know, kind of lowering the cost for the employers. Uh, and what's also nice about those plans is that they're, they're providing four tier rates. So um, with most small businesses under 50 employees, their rates for their health insurance costs are age rated. So if you have a 60 year old employee and a 25 year old employee, the 25 year old employees uh, premium is going to be significantly less than that, that 60 year old right. um, with these uh, self-funded and level funded plans. Uh, they're getting four tier rates where it's the same rate for a single person, whether you're 25 or 60 hmm. uh, parent, child, uh, parent, spouse, and a family rate. Okay. So, um, you know, Justin, you both have a, a, a lot of kids, right? Yeah. So uh, if you were paying for each one individually, it'd get pretty expensive. Oh, Whereas if you're just paying a family, a flat family rate, yeah. it doesn't matter if it's your a husband, wife, and one kid or a husband, wife, four and, kids, and four okay. kids. Yeah. Okay. So uh, it's really nice, you know, as far as administrative wise, um, you know, you know exactly what the rates are going to be for everybody. It's yeah. very standardized. Whereas you know, with a lot of our other small business clients, we're going through their entire it's confusing as hell and having to, the, the rate <laughs> yeah. is different for everybody and the payroll yeah. deduction is different for everybody. So, um, yeah. so they are nice, you know, administrative wise, and they, they've definitely been a big trend over the past couple of years. Love it. So let's, uh, let's make a quick right hand turn here and we'll get you off the hot seat with, uh, with all the, uh, medical <laughs> Health questions. <talk>. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we love talking about life. And one of the things I really enjoy about you is that at a, at a young age, you've definitely, you've built a lot of freedoms for yourself. You know, I love talking travel and things like that. So let's start with, you know, you recently got married. Congrats on that. Big congrats, so, dude. Yeah, yeah, so thank you. talk about the wedding, talk about the honeymoon and, and kind of what you guys did. Yeah. So um, it was amazing. I mean, uh, my wife, Nikki, is great. Shout out to Nikki. I'm, I'm sure she'll be watching this soon. Brownie um, points, she's uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good move. Um, so uh, we just celebrated our first anniversary, January 7th. Oh, my God. It's been a year uh, already. Yeah, it's been Holy a year. Crap. It's been a year. So time flies. But uh uh, but yeah, wedding was was amazing. Um, my in-laws are, are great and they did a fantastic job as well as my parents. Um, you know, it was a, uh, a full family effort. I've got uh, uh, my wife has two sisters and a brother. So they're, uh, um, you know, very involved and, and uh, great speeches from everybody. So it was a, an amazing day and a, a great party with with a lot of our friends. So um, definitely something I'll, I'll remember in one of my, one of the best days of my life. So, yeah, it's awesome. um, yeah, a, a great time. So, uh, yeah, we, we were fortunate enough to, uh, one of my wife's friends actually got married in Italy this summer. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, we, we got to go to Italy for that wedding and made that kind of our extended, uh, uh honeymoon, which, uh, you know, there's a little bit of a healthcare story in there. One of our friends on the wedding had a, a bit of an accident and we got to see the 
the healthcare system in Italy. Over there, uh, how that which got? Is, uh, it's interesting, you know. Yeah. It's uh, um, there. They have universal healthcare over there, where you know it's uh, there's it's free. Yeah, uh, and you definitely get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yeah. they're looking at she had a, a finger injury where she smashed her finger and it was not good. But oh, uh, it was all it was, ended up being okay. It didn't ruin the trip or anything. No cast or anything. No, no, <laughs> right, no cast. Just a wrap. <laughs> but they're looking at it. You know, the doctors have their iPhone flashlight looking at the, uh, the finger and everything. And, <laughs> That's a bad luck. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was interesting. Oh. And, and uh, actually, the one guy we were traveling with, his cousin uh, lives in Italy, and uh, he was telling us. Uh, they have, you know, there's the universal healthcare and everything, but they also have private healthcare where they pay for, you know, better access to better doctors, to all that stuff where, you know, uh, everyone talks about uh, Medicare for all and all that stuff. Mm And uh, if that ever does happen, there's still going to be a private healthcare market where people are going to want to go to top top doctor and and all that stuff. So it was interesting to see that, uh, you know, up close and personal um, and have that experience. But Outside of that, the uh, the trip was amazing. Uh, you know, Italy is is incredible, and uh, you know we're looking forward. We we don't have any kids as of yet, so uh, we're going to enjoy that for for another you know few months and, and get some some more Ooh, travel. Yeah, a few months. Months. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I, I think people miss. That um, you know, it's so important to travel the world and experience other cultures, and even like you just said, to to experience what your industry looks like, you know, in a different part of the world. Because it, it just brings so much light and, and it reminds you just how good we do have it here and how grateful we should be for a lot of the things we have in America. Because you know, we've my kids have traveled the world as well. And it's like we've seen real poverty in Haiti and we've seen you know, the villages in Italy where nobody speaks English and you're mm-hmm. playing charades because you, know, you can't get to your Google app because there's no Wi-Fi. And you know, it's just you see the architecture and you see the the importance of family, right? Like over there in Europe, there's just family is definitely at the center of everything that they do. We're here. I think we're driven by finances a lot of times and we will sacrifice family to hit the finances. The you food. Know, yeah. I mean, the food is all right. Our FDA is a joke compared uh, yeah. to, to what they do over there. Like because right over there. fresh. Completely different macaroni and stuff. Yeah, anybody yeah, you yeah. talk to, I mean, you, you obviously walk around pizza in there, which is great, but you eat the whole time, you drink wine, you enjoy all the stuff, and nobody's you come fat. home. Yeah, but you, <laughs> you go you over there, nobody's there, and you lose weight. You're like, I've literally been yeah. like eating everything I wanted yep. to, drinking, enjoying life, and I lost a couple pounds. You're like, I, I eat one freaking meal in the U.S. and I gained seven pounds yeah, in a you day. Live off sugar. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. So yeah. I'm, I'm glad <laughs> that you guys like that. That's a priority for you is getting out, enjoying the world, and especially you know because it's exhausting with kids. So do it, <laughs> do it as much as you can. Because you know my wife and I. I'll go back and we'll do it later in life. And, you know, Italy and all these countries will be a completely different perspective without, you know, little little ones that I'm chasing and constantly distracted by. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So it, it's been, you know, great traveling around and everything. And, and we've done a little bit of travel. I definitely want to do some more. Yeah. Um, that's been kind of a goal this year. We're doing a little trip to Mexico uh, uh, in a couple of weeks, which will be nice. Oh, nice. And that's just kind of a relaxing trip. But yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. trying to figure something out for the summer where we go maybe back to Europe or something and and, uh, and bop around and really get a nice, fun uh Euro trip under. Yeah, yeah they got those. Uh, I went um, to Europe probably about eight years ago, and they have that Ryanair or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. dude, it's like, it's like fifty bucks dumb to cheap. jump from like it's one like, country yeah. to the next. Yeah, it was yeah. like back then. I think it was like forty bucks. It was like yeah. forty bucks to go from 
the Netherlands to Ireland. And, and yeah. then we went, you know, it's yeah. crazy how cheap it is. That's <laughs> my younger brother I've shared before. He lives in uh, Poland mm-hmm. and his girlfriend lives in Paris. And, yeah. Like, they just, yeah, yeah. they go see each it's other. It's like a train like, ride. Every 40, other 40 yeah. bucks. Yeah. Yeah. No big deal. <laughs> Quick flight. Yeah. Um, but it is. It's great that you do that. And uh, yeah, I also want to talk about another one of our common interests, which is shoes. You know, yeah. I think, you know, we're both sneakerheads. We both collect, so yeah, I, I tie to you, you. You dabble in there, but you like your watches and cars a little bit more. What um, anything Can't that you're excited many. for launches this year? Any oh, drops? Oh man, I, I, I've to? been uh, I've been a little bit out of the game. You know, I got my uh, I now I got Jordan ones, Jordan twos, Jordan threes, and Jordan fours. Mm-hmm. And those, the, as far as I'm concerned, those That's, are the four the best pairs for you. That yeah, yeah, I've yeah. Got. So now that yeah, I've yeah. got them, I've been I haven't bought a new pair of shoes in a little while. Okay. But, uh, um, and those are, you know, I've got a couple pairs of ones and everything. My wife is telling me that I, I got to dress a little nicer. And, and uh, oh, how and dare like, she, Nikki? You got it. You see but, people now, though, like they're wearing Jordans and suits and yeah, stuff. Like it's time. like way different than it was uh, uh, ten, even 10 years ago. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, yeah. and I believe me, I, I love, you know. Uh, I'd be wearing Jordans with this, yeah. Thing, but I've yeah, got yeah. a couple of things going on. But, uh, <laughs> well, you got to uh, dress to the clientele. Yeah, if, there, if it's an older exactly. client, then you, yeah, you know you don't want to doctors and things like and that. And especially yeah, with us being younger, you know, yeah. you do got to like you don't want to have that stigma too. Of, a- absolutely. You know, if you're yeah. meeting with a business owner who's 50, you don't want to show up in the Jordans. <laughs> so, at least <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> fun story about that. Actually, <laughs> so one of the first uh, deals I'd worked on with with Amy. Um, I, to preface, my my parents are old school. Yeah, uh, <laughs> as as is my mother. It's a contention between us. Yeah, you know, my mom's always dressed to the nines. She looks like she's ready to go to a ball at any time, and I look like I'm ready to go play ball at any time. <laughs> you know? And so, long story short, you know, new client. They're down in Delaware. I go. I show up, and like I typically do, payday hat, some Jordans. So they got a payday hoodie on, some jeans. No big deal. Because okay. Bill forgot to say to his mother that I always wear hats. Um, I walk in and I could just see it on her face that she was mortified. Oh. I was like, and it was, you know, it, it wasn't like a, a crazy professional thing. Like the, yeah. the client was just like most people were in pretty plain clothes. Right. And she was like, you got to at least take your hat off. And I was like, do you know what my hair looks like? <laughs> you want to see that? I, yeah. hat on. I, I feel your it. pain. I did it to a blush. And it's one of those things like I've always had the mindset that the, the knowledge that I have, the energy that i bring to the room is really what i'm like you know i hope people don't always you know judge me on my threads but some people they do, do. They yeah absolutely yeah. it is a first yeah. impression at the end of the day yeah. i always try to stop, tell myself because i'm so color coordinated that i get extra points but apparently not not with amy not with nana either every once in yeah. a while i get oh you look nice today I'm like, oh, nice wearing a sweater yeah. Yeah, exactly to, to the shoes thing did you see the cactus jacks the yellow and yeah they look fire they i want them so bad <laughs> There's, oh, there's so many pairs the yellow of shoes with the blue. I need in my life. They're coming out, I think, in uh, March, maybe is what I saw. Okay. They're, uh, sure they're new wrong. ones. It's his high school colors. Oh, okay. Is that so what they're, they're, they're like yellow and like baby blue, but yeah, yeah they look sweet. Yeah, they're just so hard to get. Those is, yeah, jacks. They only put like a thousand of them out. I know, but I want them so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so let's also, uh, so I know it's been a year again, but yeah. bought a house yeah, and yeah. you've renovated most of it yourself. And to yeah. my knowledge, you aren't a super handy guy, right? So how'd you pull that out? Uh, I, I mean, now he is. Uh, well, now that's he what I'm saying. You figured exactly, it out, right? Exactly. But like, talk so, about that because I think so I mean, many people want turnkey. 
that's um that's always been a goal for me mm-hmm. um yeah, is to renovate a house and uh you know um i got a taste of it with this we got a, a nice townhouse and it was one mm-hmm. where uh the owner had passed away the house had been vacant for over a year mm-hmm. uh it had the the chair lift that goes up the step oh, there oh, was wow. Man, you know perfect flip, railings yeah. all <laughs> over the place um and you know everything was brown uh, so, uh, mm-hmm. so it needed, you know, basically, uh, you know, a, more or less a full renovation, new master bathroom, some new floors and backsplash in the kitchen, but the countertops and the appliances were okay. Um, refinished floors, you know, there was a guy had pictures hung, you know, he probably had t- 10 pictures hung in the bathroom, you know, so picture <laughs> holes, holes everywhere. everywhere. Um, been there so yeah so it was uh it was definitely a learning experience a lot of youtube um i loved it i mean it was you took a wall down too didn't you in the kitchen or something i remember you telling me that i that i took out and and uh turned into a half wall and everything so a lot of help from from uh you know a lot of a lot of people my parents were helping a lot we painted the whole place basement to to ceilings everything uh painted the whole house which i thought when i bought it i was like you know all right we'll finish painting in in a week 10 days uh, two months later, we're, we're, you know, still working on the painting. So, uh, painting's the worst. The worst. Painting's the worst. Especially but, the lower uh, half of the oh, wall. Yeah, yeah. And well, that part's easy. That stuff. <laughs> the higher part for me is yeah. They will work together. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, but that that was, you know, now, you know, it's it's basically done. We have, you know, the punch list of, of small things that uh, I could finish really at any time. But, you know, I'm just going to get around to doing them. Yeah, but, uh, um, but, you know, it is extremely rewarding, uh, you oh, know, yeah. especially when when Nikki first saw the house. Uh, she was like, mm, that's the hardest part with the is I don't know. what selling I've learned division. in the real estate yeah. is the selling division to the woman. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> that and, is uh, very difficult. Yes. And, uh, you know, we're it, it looks incredible now. I mean, it's uh, awesome. It's dude. it's great. You know, I it's. When I have friends over and and they tell me it looks great, I, I, it's a lot of pride. I feel it's appreciative. Amazing. A lot of yeah, pride. Yeah, yeah, pride. Yeah. So I'm really proud of the place. I think it looks awesome. Um, you know, it's, it's awesome, not dude. our forever home. It's a two bedroom townhouse, but uh, um, you Plus know, I think it's going to be a, a great investment. And and I assume um, you'll keep you know that. a. Uh, an amazing place. We actually can't keep it because there's some rules as far as renting them out. Would you do FHA? Uh, I would have to live there for two years, yeah. kind and, of a um, thing. Before uh, they don't, but yeah, they, they won't. Jack. Y- yeah, so, I've done it. Well, we have, we have. Well, it's it's rules within the HOA as oh, far as renting it out. So you're allowed to rent it out for 18 months and then not again for three years. Wow, which I didn't. That is, is brutal. Is, I know, I know, and I didn't know that when we bought it. But oh, man, I still think. Well, you, you still know, got you got a ton of equity, ton of equity from yeah, rehabbing yeah. it. Did uh, you do a um like a two or three K loan to help you, or did you? We did not. No. So no, you got so. a ton of equity right now. Yeah, please. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. And you bought in what year? Uh, December twenty one. Okay, so, so the market was coming right. up a little, yeah, but, but, but still not good. like where it is today. Dude, you could probably sell to make two hundred right now. Hopefully, you probably could. Hopefully, we'll see. I mean, there's been some comps that have. Uh, that are comparable to that but we'll see where you know we're, we're there for for a little bit it's perfect for us right now i mean it's we got plenty of space and uh the bedrooms are huge that you know we just bathrooms nice every, everything's great so we're we're it's not awesome. uh um and it's right up the street from my office so ah, perfect nice, uh, can't beat that <laughs> yeah exactly it's right on main street in morristown and, and our office is on main street in morristown so i'm happy yeah um but yeah you know I, it's funny now I, I i'm always on zillow looking around and yeah. seeing what's out there and and yeah. uh 
you know, it's like one of those things you get one and, and then you got to get another, you know? Oh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> um, so I, I'm looking forward to having like an actual house with a yard and yeah. a whole nine. Yeah. So, uh, but we've got a couple of things to get through before, before we get there. But yeah, our, once you start having the right kids now, and stuff, then yeah, you can, it becomes different yeah. priorities. That's why I had a nice little reality check yesterday. I was just like looking, well, looking at a couple of different things. I'm like, what's the next thing I need to like hyper-focus on Some that level I want up, for baby. Like, the family, right? I was like, ah, oh, maybe like maybe the next house. Right? Dude, so town like, and country. But I was like, let's see hey, what kind of five bedroom houses are available on the market. And I was like, <laughs> nothing under a million bucks. Yeah, like I just yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah. You come yeah. on down near town and country, that's buddy. The yeah. neighbors true. over there. That's, that's <laughs> it's, it's nice some good there. land and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Is uh yeah, the market country in an interesting uh <laughs> interesting spot right now. Yeah. yeah, but I tell people with that um because so many people are on the sidelines with with that type of stuff and um. I mean, it, it, there's never like a good time. Yeah, you no, know what I mean. Great. Like, if you're waiting for rates to drop, well, what's going to happen is prices are going to increase. Um, so, yeah. you know, the real estate market generally, even after 08, the crash, um, it still appreciates yeah. in five. It bounces back quick. Yeah. You know, I mean, in 20, uh, 2008, we went through the whole banking crisis and, and crash. Um, properties plummeted. You know, equity and everything like that. By 2014. They were higher than they were, you know, ever. Right. <laughs> and then they just kept going up. Yeah. So, you know, to that point um, and anyone that is on the sidelines and everything, um, you, there's never a good time. Like you just got to if you think there's if it's a good time for your family, meaning like you need the space and stuff like that, you just got to do it because you can't wait on the rates. You can't wait on yeah. the property values to plummet because. Right. You know, it's just you can't time it. It's just like the stock market. People say it all the time, right? Yeah, time it's, and not time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not going to time it and hit that that you know GameStop crazy. Mm. You know, three dollars to one hundred twenty. Yep, 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 <laughs> like yep. it's very difficult. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you you gotta you gotta prepare as well. I mean, that's something where you know, obviously, like I said, I'm looking on Zillow and just keeping an eye out, so 100%. see what's out there yeah. and everything. And with that, you know, um, something I've learned through like Harvest Group and all this stuff is kind of reverse engineering everything, mm -hmm. right? So, yep. um, you know, here's where I want to be, and and what's that going to cost? Where do how do I get there? And what is what is that? You know, when I'm looking at the bottom line, okay, okay, I'm looking at a house that's going to be uh, taxes, lawn care. Uh, just general maintenance, mm -hmm. um, you know, mortgage, uh, all that's insurance, everything. Yep. Right. So figuring out, you know, where do I need to be to get there and what can I do today to, mm -hmm. to Set make myself there. one step closer? And that's something over the past couple of years I've become a little more, uh, I don't want to say obsessive about, but uh, yeah. is, uh, you know, working on taking steps to to be in a place where I can take advantage of opportunity. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I'm, I'm, you know, work on, on budgeting and saving money and, and, yep. um, you know, not spending on stupid stuff, uh, um, yeah. and, and being in a position where, you know, when the moment comes and I, and that house comes that I, that I really want, um, I'm in a position to, to, to make a, a, an offer and, and it takes a lot of discipline. It's funny, you know, working with, with my wife, like I said, we're a team. Um, she's one who, who's taken some training as far as getting, you know, onto the, uh, uh, you know, the budget, the train. budgeting, the budgeting <laughs> train, you know, um, let me know how that goes. But, I've been yeah. trying to work on that for, uh, I'll tell you ever. what, I, I, it's, it's, it's going very well. I, Is I, it? I, I'm, uh, I'm really, share with I, me how you did that. Cause I, <laughs> I'm still working towards that one. Yeah. She's probably yeah, going to listen to this too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe but, that's the wake up call. But yeah. no, she's, she's been great as far as, you know, um, understanding, you know, the importance of all that stuff yeah. and, and, uh, and, you know, coming up with a plan to, to, you know, be more, um, you know, 
not successful at at saving and and at at um, you know being smart with your money. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just as important as as you know as, as making money. You know, I want to increase income and save more of it. It's all about um, the bottom line. So yeah. So um, and and that's through you know discipline and yeah. just figuring out you know what's the best place to put the money. Where do I, you know, how do I go about doing that? So um, that's something I've really worked on the past couple of years that uh, I love doing. You yeah. know? Yeah. Now it's like I, I when when you you save money, you look in the account, and it's, it's more awesome. than it was yesterday. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very awesome. rewarding, and, yeah, and I'm uh, you know addicted to uh, to having that number you know, going up. That mon- yeah. that number going up. Yeah. So it's gonna suck when I have to spend it. Yeah, you know, but, it does. Uh, yeah. It does. It's but, always uh, bittersweet <laughs> in the moment. Yeah, yeah. But, but if it's like an investment opportunity or something like that, it, it, then, yeah, you're, then you're like, you know, yeah. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's fun. But uh, but yeah, it's um, so that's been something you know her and I've like worked on and everything, and it's been it's been great. I mean, yeah. she's uh, she's awesome, and yeah. She's, uh, it's important that you guys are like so. setting that groundwork early. I think you know yeah. where we probably messed up is we didn't start to have those conversations. I wasn't we at that. Kids. We got married <laughs> when we were young, right? Well, we were, how old were yeah. you? When you got uh, I was 26. So we were yeah. young, younger than yeah. most people today, yeah. you know. So like, I yeah. wasn't thinking about you know. I mean, I was, but I wasn't like I am now. Yeah, <laughs> I would assume too. We like I said, we probably weren't. We weren't making the money back then. We are now. True. Yeah, right. We didn't have all the. You know, the responsibilities that we have yep. now. It's kind of tough yep. when your wife's thinking about four other kids, three other <laughs> kids plus you. Yeah. And you're like, stop spending money. And she's like, well, it just costs $400 a week for the groceries. Yeah, that sounds like, like, that sounds like my day. I don't know what to tell you. Right. Well, this is easy for I me to say. I only went to Target for two days. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. But no, but the fact that you guys are intentional with it and you're not, because I think most people, like when I look back, when I was probably from 18 to 25, the vast majority of the money I made back then all went to I don't know like sneakers. Went. I don't know where mine like, went. <laughs> but it's thankfully well, some I'm of it are things I still have. I'm not saying that mine didn't either. But, no, I'm, but, I'm, but uh, you've decided to at least get on the same page because that's Pre-kids. important. Like, right. Yeah, right. to yeah, have right. those financial discussions because too often we don't do it until it's like becoming a pressing matter yeah. where you're really making it at the forefront. So you guys have a vision for where you're, you're setting going the foundation. You're laying that foundation, right? And it's all about you know, everybody talks about it, paying yourself first, right? Yeah. So you get that paycheck, paying yourself, meaning saving, yeah, right? right? So you put that, you know, money there. You sh- what I've always heard is you should match what your bills are. Mm-hmm. So you have your bills, you pay them, then you pay yourself, you know, that same same amount. And now you got whatever left over to go buy those shoes or to go buy that, you know, what watch or whatever, right? Yep. Yep. So, yeah, no, it's important to set that, lay that foundation in, in your marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah Because it's going to get more, it's going to get tougher. Marriages yeah. are tough. Yeah. You know, absolutely. it's going to get tougher once the kids come. It's going to be stressful. But you have that foundation set to where, you know, to Justin's point, you're not coming home. Why? What, stop spending money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, what's going like, on here? Well, you know, we have three kids and yeah, uh, yeah. you want to eat healthy. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, spending 400 to shop right every week. Yeah. yeah. Now, how um, I get this question all the time, so I assume you probably do too. What's the dynamic and how do you enjoy working with your mother? Right. Because I feel like so many people are like, I don't know how you work with family. And like, yeah, you hear that all the time. Instantaneously, yeah. you already know you're like, man, your family's obviously got some riffs in it. If you're <laughs> yeah. coming at me that hard, you could never do it. So yeah. what's your experience been? Uh, I, I love it. It's been it's been amazing. I mean, um, my mom and I are are two peas in a pot. Mm-hmm. You know, we get along very well. Um, we're on the same page, you know, um, I, I'm trying to grow the business and, and, um, she wants, you know, me to grow the business so she can 
back off a little bit, you know? Um, So it's the the great thing about working in a family business is, you know, your boss has your best interests in mind, Mm -hmm. right? You know, hundred percent, you know, (laughs) hundred percent, you know, they, they want you as much as you want to be successful. They want you to be successful. So um, they're going to, you know, my mom is, has been a great mentor and a Mm -hmm. a great uh, coach as far as running the business. Um, You know, she's, uh, we're very good about, you know, kind of leaving work at work um, where, you know, on the weekends, um, you know, maybe a little bit, we'll, we'll, we'll talk shop a little bit, but, um, you know, we can kind of separate the two and, uh, and yeah. have, a, you know, a fine relationship, whether it be, uh, talking about work or, or just life in general. So, yeah. um, you know, it's great working with my, with my mom. She's got, you know, her clients that are her friends and everything. Mm-hmm. And she's handed some off to me that, that I handle now. Um, and then I've got mine that I brought in. So, um, you know, we, it's funny, you know, I'll come home from work and, and, uh, and Nikki will, will ask me, she's like, Oh, what did your mom say about this? And I'm like, I, I didn't even talk to her today. Yeah. You know, she's in the yeah. other room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we're, we're kind of doing our own thing. And, and, yep. you know, my, my path with starting at Saratoga. So when I graduated from college, I worked at Arthur J Gallagher for a couple of years and they're a large insurance, insurance. brokerage firm. Yep. I entered with them in college and then I started working for them and I worked for them for about two and a half years out of uh, out of college and was was fairly successful over there um, and kind of proved myself. Um, at about two and a half years, uh, my mom partnered with uh, a, a company called BCA Insurance Group to do property and casualty stuff for for uh, business insurance and whatnot. And at that point, I left Gallagher and joined her and was able to um, you know do PNC stuff for our benefits clients while I learned the benefits business. And at this point I'm out of the PNC, uh, pretty much completely. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was great where, you know, I was able to come in and have some value on day one. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. didn't come out of college and say, this is, you know, I'm working for my mom and and I got to learn everything from her. Um, you know, I, I had some experience, um, I had some skills and I was able to, you know, kind of talk the talk with, with our clients from day one. Yeah. Um, as that, you know, uh, transitioned. I've been, you know, learned the benefits business a lot. And, um, I actually started my own business in, uh, January of 2021, I believe. Yep. January, 2021, um, doing Medicare consulting. So I, you know, we were getting a ton of questions from all of our existing clients asking about, you know, Medicare, I'm turning 65. What do I do with health insurance? And I was kind of sending it out to another guy. I was getting so many calls about it. I was like, I, I can do this. You yeah. know, there's yeah. there's an opportunity here. Um, so I, I took that um, and was, you know, I kind of broke that out as my own like sister company to uh, to Saratoga Benefits, Saratoga Medicare Advisors, um, at, which has been great. I mean, that's like my baby. You mm-hmm. know, that's that's my business. You know, I'm it's a I'm it's my own LLC. I own it. Uh, I'm totally responsible for its growth, its success and all that. Mm-hmm. And um uh, it's been amazing. I mean, um, just the experience of kind of running a business, albeit, you know, small, but growing. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's nice to, you know, working with my mom, we kind of have our own, our own things that we're working Mm -hmm. on. So, um, they're related and, you know, we, we, you know, talk about them and work together all the time, but at the end of the day, we each have our own responsibilities, our own clients, all that stuff. So, um, you know, it's easy when you're not, uh, you know, kind of relying on, um, your, your parent or your sibling or whoever it is in your business, um, you know, f- for leads or clients for, or clients or yeah, for yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever it is. You're doing so, your own thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's been nice. I mean, my parents are, are old school. There's, there, there are no handouts, mm-hmm. you know, there's uh build your own, own client uh, list and, and, you know, um, they're happy to help out where they can, but they're, they're, uh, they want me to, to, 
you know, build my own thing. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I, and I love that. You know, it's great. It's it's gritty. It makes you you know work hard. It um, you know, it's uh, it's it's been great. So I, I do you know, in in short, I, I love working with my mom. Yeah. Um, you know, she's uh, she's been a great role model, and uh, she's run a great business. I mean, twenty five years in business is is uh, yeah, it impressive. speaks volumes. So, Absolutely, yeah. yeah, it speaks volumes. Yeah, yeah. It's it's cool to just see them in that lens too. Like when you really take the step back, it's one thing you know, for her to be your mom and be the nurturer, and know her from that role, but to like watch her mom step into like that boss mentality. Yeah, yeah. It's just like to see them handle it. It's it's really it's it's inspiring at times. And I've always said like my family is predominantly women, so I've been surrounded by very strong, independent, outspoken women my entire life, and you unfortunately don't see a ton of that you know we're seeing more of it there's a lot more women coming like forward in the workforce with that personality but like there's not a ton of sharks yeah i feel like both of our moms are like those (laughs) sharks that you could probably throw them in almost any industry and they would they would figure out a way to succeed you know definitely yeah and and it's really nice to just have that as like your example right because like you said you already have the confidence that they have your best interest in mind you literally get to see them you just get another level and perspective of them that like a typical boss wouldn't give you access to, right? Absolutely. And and it it's gonna make us both like age wisdom wise well beyond our years. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And and you know, it's it's uh growing up it's it's uh wasn't always easy, you know. I mean, yeah. uh uh, you know, mom had work all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, she's she has a business to run. Uh, on top of playing tennis all the time and doing all her networking, she was the queen of networking. I mean, she was involved in everything, every board, every chamber, every rotary, every, every, everything. So, uh, you know, it was, uh, she worked hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, she built her business from, from nothing out of the attic and, and, uh, you know, 25 years later, it's still here. So, um, you know, it's funny, you know, a lot of my friends had maybe stay at home moms or whatever it is. And, mm-hmm. and I certainly didn't have that. It was, you know, a lot of times TV dinners and, and whatnot, but, yeah. uh, cause mom had, you know, a networking event or, or something to go to, but, um, you know, a great example uh, of, you know, how to grow a business the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what it takes as far as kind of giving back and, um, you know, paying it forward and, um, the benefits that come from doing that. So, um, it's been a great example and, and she's been a great person to, to learn from. Love that. Shout out to Amy. Yeah. <laughs> um, why don't Get we, to uh, it? Yeah. yeah. All right. So I asked this at the end of every episode, can you give us a struggle or a failure that you've had, you know, any point in your life, um, but that really gave you, you know, a big lesson that you still kind of use today? It's hmm. a good question. You take your time. This yeah, this yeah, one always yeah. Yeah. Cut, this one always does it. Joe will cut the in between. <laughs> take a second. Yeah. Um, I mean, the struggle is. I would say as. Uh, you know, has just been so I've been in sales since I was since I was young. So right right when I got out of college, um, being a young guy, having to kind of prove himself with, you know, I didn't have the beard I have now. And, and uh, <laughs> you know, I was, uh, uh, you know, a little bit younger and having to prove that, you know, I knew what I was talking about. I could add value to, to a client and all that. So that's been, you know, kind of an uphill battle that, you know, maybe I'm just kind of getting over now that I'm in my 30s. But, uh, uh, but you know, that's something that's just, you know, perseverance, learning and, and um, you know, figuring out, you know, what value you can add. Um, yep. I think, uh, you know, my dad always says the best thing you can you can be is a subject matter expert, mm-hmm. right? Um, so learning as much as I can about about health insurance, right? About, um, you know, the different benefit models for businesses um, makes you invaluable. So um, it's not easy. You got to learn everything all the time. You got to stay on top of of you know all these new trends and all this stuff. 
um, and be able to, you know, kind of monetize that and, and make it valuable to our clients. So, um, you know, staying on top of that and learning and, uh, you know, becoming an expert is something that's a challenge for, for everybody in any industry. Um, and that's been, you know, a challenge for me and something that I, you know, try to stay on top of and do the best job I can as far as being, you know, uh, the best that I can and make up for maybe my lack of gray hair, even though there's, you know, it's, I'm going to look like Tyler in a couple of years God. Uh, but, uh, 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 with, with knowledge and, and knowing that, you know, I can advise people in the right direction. So, um, you know, that's always a challenge that's, that's ongoing and, and, um, something yep. I try to learn from and, and bring into, uh, everyday life. Yeah, no, it's, I think that's a great one because I think probably Justin, you faced yeah. that. I've definitely faced that. I started, Absolutely. we started our company, um, 2014. So I was 22. So, yeah. you know, same kind of thing. And uh, it could be intimidating walking into a room where, you know, there are all those gray hairs, like you said. Yep. And you're like, oh, I'm like, you know, 20 years younger than everybody. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, like you, to your point, you become that expert, you talk the talk. Um, and then it's like, it's, I feel like it's more powerful when you're talking to those people, those, that 50 year old, you know, say, and you're talking the talk. Mm -hmm. And from what I've always, you know, heard, like the guy will be like, oh man, you're really sharp. You're, yeah. you know, you're yeah. a go-getter, you're a young go-getter. And it makes you feel good. You're like, absolutely. Yeah, yeah you know? absolutely. And, and, you know, at some point really it, it, the things just kind of start to click, right? Like yeah. the gears start to turn and, uh, you know, for my first couple of years going out networking, whatever it may be, uh, there wasn't, I wasn't getting all that much return, right? I'm a young guy. I was, you know, trying to figure it out and, and do all that. But then eventually you keep showing up. All right. Mm -hmm. You keep learning. You keep mm -hmm. talking to people. You work with one person. They tell someone about you. They tell another person. Spider webs. And eventually you're, uh, you know, you've got a great network of people that are, you know, referring you business, trust you. Um, and, uh, you know, you, you can grow from that. So, yeah. um, you know, through that, uh, you know, I've gotten a lot of referrals. That's our, our main uh, source of new business. Um, yeah. And that's all through trust, you know, and, and knowing what we're talking about. So uh, improving that to people. So, yeah. um, so that's been, you know, something yeah. I, obviously I, I always try to work on, you know, continuously work on. Um, it's definitely a struggle, but uh, it's something, you know, I feel like some people maybe rest on and get behind and you got to just keep up and, and keep uh, moving forward. You know, keep moving forward. That's it. Yep. What's the imposter syndrome, right? I think it's actually a good thing. I think people get very nervous about it, but. You know, it, it, it's cyclical. It continues to happen in life in different ways where you become uncomfortable. Originally, it was just to network, right? And then you get very comfortable with networking. And then you get into rooms that you're like, presenting, man, all these, well, that or you're in a room where you're like, all these people make way more money. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're kind of like, damn, am I worthy to be in this room? And it's the consistency, like you said, of showing up, of failing, of being told no, of, you know, something, the deal crashing and how you rebound from it. But you learn all those things. You become stronger. You become better. It keeps showing up and then you build your confidence and you can walk in any room. Next thing you know, you're on podcasts and you're interviewing people and doing stuff like that. Yep. So, Bill, we really want to thank you, though, for being here with us yeah, today, sharing that, the journey and the story. And friends, make sure to continue to, to tune in. Have the best day ever. And we'll see you on the next episode. Best day ever, fam. Best day ever. Thanks, guys. Absolutely.